0: you're listening to the g-factor with lauren and tony a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization now without further ado here are the hosts of g-factor lauren doherty and tony van lauren i don't think we've ever started a podcast in the way i'm about to start it are you ready
1: I am so ready.
0: So, Lauren, congratulations. This is our 21st podcast episode on the G Factor podcast, which I'm super excited that we've made it this far. Uh, (laughs) And for those of you that have been traveling this journey with us, I just want to thank you. We've had excellent growth. Uh, I really appreciate some of the feedback we get. So, uh, Lauren, congratulations to you on having a podcast. It seems to be working out well for you.
1: Yeah, I guess 21 is that like the new waypoint to celebrate instead of like 20 or 25? Like 21's the number we're well, gonna start I wanted, that trend.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wanted to make sure that we made it through 20, and then now uh-huh. I think 21, <laughs> our podcast can legally drink, so it can get a oh, lot crazier okay. at this point. So, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so we were able to fight in a war three episodes ago, but you can actually, you know, drink now. So it's all good. But um, (laughs) speaking of drinking, sometimes when you drink, Lauren, you do things that you might regret um, and it hurts your reputation. So I think today maybe what we should talk about is reputation management. How does that sound?
1: I think that's awesome. Um, Definitely something that has probably grown in the past year with everyone's online activity so I think that's perfect as if it wasn't already important now I think it's even more important that you know you're managing your reputation and so let's kind of dive in for sure.
0: I love this I think like you said reputation management is just really grown especially because of the pandemic but then just technology I, I remember basically you would Maybe Google something and ask a friend. I mean, this is basically what we're doing. We're as- asking for recommendations. People are basically posting, like, hey, I like that restaurant. I didn't like that restaurant, the customer service, at this place was good or bad. It's out there. So let's kind of first talk a little bit about um, kind of the platforms, if you will, where we can find um, testimonials or re- uh, reviews. W- where are those, Lauren?
1: Well, there's a ton. Um, so obviously on social media, so Facebook is a big aggregator of reviews and recommendations. Um, they used to be, you know, reviews now it's recommendations and kind of some different just titling, but it's the same thing. You know, someone can leave their positive or negative review, um, both in words and even add an image with that. Um, so it can be super helpful or harmful. Um, also, you know, people can just post and mention you on Facebook, on Instagram, or even Twitter and other people can obviously read that content. So it's not necessarily categorized in a special place that way, but again, you know, a place for people to leave commentary or their opinion. So definitely social media. Um, Google has reviews and your Google, Google business listing. I guess that's difficult to say for me. Um, That is a place where reviews are aggregated with stars even. And again, people can upload an image um, as well as text. And then there's a lot of like industry specific places. So Yelp is a big review aggregator for food, drink, entertainment, those sort of things. Um, there's pages and um, apps and websites like house and several others, um, you know, just industry specific. So there are a ton of places on the web that people can leave Um, feedback about your brand. So it's important that you're monitoring and not just monitoring for, you know, self-improvement, but customer service as well. So maybe you want to talk a little bit about kind of responding and what to do in those situations, just kind of quick.
0: Absolutely. Well, first of all, I think you really touched on not only the fact that there are so many places where people can leave reviews or leave testimonials, but the fact is that those compound, in other words, If you leave something on Google and then, you know, that can basically be pushed through algorithms to other reviews such as, you know, Yelp or even online to social media and so on and so forth. So what you really have to do is address them as soon as basically you see them. Now, there are a lot of tools and tricks to do that. You know, the old school way, candidly, is just basically, you know, Google yourself or check your reputation see who's leaving things where you can go into, like you said, your Google business listing, which was difficult for me to say as well. That's a, they may want to think about changing the name. Go look, (laughs) go look at your, yeah, just for us, just for us. Go look at, like you said, some of the industry specific like Yelp or house or uh, some of the food and stuff, food uh, reviews, and then look at your social media. Once you find that, whether you're doing it, like I said, old school or using a third party aggregator to, Basically, get a bird eye view or a 30,000 foot view of what you're looking at, then you need to uh, take a look at that. So, uh, candidly, I'm going to go through Lauren. I'd love for you to, you know, kind of clean this up, if you will, but I would triage them as basically like an emergency or like maybe uh, that's an issue or a positive. So, for me, an emergency is someone that is just wailing on either bad service or a bad product or is not happy. The first thing you need to do is get them offline and get them going in a real conversation. Just see if they'll engage. A lot of times, I'm sure we've always seen this, there are trolls. There are people that are just placing things out there to place things out there. It happens. It's super frustrating, but it does happen. So you need to figure out if that person or that um, complaint is real. Second of all, if you can get them offline, candidly, it becomes operational. Can you manage the situation? Can you provide a better service than they received before if it was a legitimate issue? And then third, once you triage that, once you figure that out, you need to ask them point blank if they'll go back and either update or change their uh, review Or if they will take a look at placing another review, telling the entire story. Because if you tell the story as the business owner or the organization, it does not have as much credibility as if they are telling the story that it was cleaned up. Right. We
1: never want to get into that like online argument back and forth situation for sure. So that's kind of, you know, just be very careful with your words.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, And then that second piece is just the, you know, the yellow, if you will, that mm, it wasn't a good review. It wasn't a bad review. It was like a 3.5, you know, a three. You just have to evaluate that. See if you can engage those folks, see if there was an issue or candidly, it may just not have met their expectations. Hey, I wanted vanilla ice cream, but you provided me vanilla bean ice cream. They're not happy. There's really nothing you can do it is what it is. And then there's that third piece, which is basically the unicorn that we all want. That's someone that jumps on there and basically says, you know, I love this service. I love the quality of service. I love the price of what I got. I would buy them over and over and over again. Please, please go, you know, uh, use or do this. Those are things that you want to perpetuate. A lot of times we're working on what we call star rankings. You guys are all familiar with it. It's from one star to five star. Obviously, you want to be five stars. The reality is you can't always be five stars. The other thing is you want to compare your number of stars versus the number of reviews. In other words, if you have a five star ranking, but you only have two reviews because your mom and your cousin got on there, that's much different than if you had 300 reviews. And you had about a four or a four point five. That is a legitimate, credible uh, reputation that you're that you're building. Right. Going going back a little bit on these positive reviews, you want to engage those folks. A, you want to thank them because they did take the time to provide you know that sense of kudos, if you will, to provide kudos. Two is you want to see if you can get them to provide or use that testimonial so that you can put it on your website, you can put it on your social media, you can basically start populating it to battle anything that is a negative uh, a review. And then finally, I've, you know, I've, I've, there's a lot of words in this segment, I get it. But the last thing you want to do is continually work this process. It is time intensive. But the reality is, and I, I'm sure everyone does this, I've, Lauren. I know I've seen you do this. When you're looking for the best French fries in the Pocasset Ambo area, you want to make sure that you have the best reputation so that you draw those people in. So it's important to, to you know check that out and make sure that that is uh, is part of your marketing strategy.
1: Right. So for those that are maybe not getting any reviews and helping that online reputation kind of to the next step, or they're getting reviews that they may not love, but they feel like they have made the internal changes or customer service changes um, to kind of perpetuate now better reviews. Do you think that you could maybe give a couple tips on how to solicit reviews?
0: Sure. Uh, I mean, the first thing is always the toughest, but just ask. I mean, one of the things Mm -hmm. that uh, we find is people are in some very interesting uh, industries and they'll ask you a lot of questions, but it comes down to, you know, did I do a good job? Would you mind giving me a testimonial? People are very reticent to do that. Don't be. Make sure that you ask for those. Two is and kind of the tactics of that is obviously picking up the phone and asking when email is fine, sending an e-newsletter, providing some type of small incentive, not necessarily that they have to give you a good, uh, review, but conduct a little, you know, post survey, whether that's uh, to current clients or folks that, uh, purchase your, your products in the past. Uh, all of those are great ways to solicit, uh, great testimonials, Uh, Finally, the other thing is include them in as a stakeholder. We have seen obviously a huge shift in the consumer where previously consumers simply just wanted to get a good product or get a good service. Now there's a altruistic part involved. And if you can engage them in that, then that also provides another opportunity for them to basically share the love and tell everyone how great you're doing in the community or a perfect cause or or whatever you're doing on, on that front.
1: Perfect.
0: So uh, last, kind of back to you, Lauren, a little bit. So um, when you're engaging some of those negative folks, which I know you've had several kind of almost crisis communication situations, what are some of the either tricks of the trade or stumbling parts, challenges that you've engaged when you engage people like that?
1: I think, I mean, you touched on several of them, which is, you know, trying to get the conversation offline or more personalized. That's very important. Um, if you don't already have contact information for the person, ask for their phone number or send them a private message, depending on what platform you're on, if that's a capability. Or if you have their information, reach out to them. Um Kind of before that, though, I always suggest doing your research. So if you have a team, um, you may not have handled this person's situation or order or whatever it is, um, investigate first internally the who, what, when, where, and what happened so that you have, you know, a true story from your side, and then you can go back and see what they said and see if they match or don't match. Um, Do your research, kind of prepare your thoughts. um, If you have to you know, take the conversation back online, you can't solve it offline, or you can't get them to give you information, or you can't get a hold of them, make sure you do acknowledge it online, even if it is simply like, you know, we've reached out to you, here's our number, please call us, we'd like to take these steps, or we'd like to discuss this further, that's very important. And above all things, it's important to do that pretty quickly. If it is a, you know, negative review or a hostile situation, the faster that you get a response, you know, get your information together and get a response out there, the less they're sitting there stewing and then probably if they're sitting there stewing, they're probably posting like everywhere they can think of, you know, if they're really irate. So, get it handled quickly. That's super important. If you let it stew overnight or for a couple of days, it can often become an even larger issue than what it was in the beginning. Um, the other thing is, you know, most people are pretty understanding, you know, mistakes happen, um, changes happen. And sometimes it it can come down to the customer just was not educated on a change or just was not aware and just needs some more information than what they have. So, you know, it's, it is kind of disheartening, or it can be really stressful when you get like negativity out there. But Kind of take a deep breath and step back and realize, you know, you're doing the best you can. Everyone is. And as long as you are taking the next steps to make it right or explain the situation, it usually comes out pretty good in the end.
0: That's so true. Uh, If you address the problem immediately, it's it cools that frustration. Uh, Yes. I mean, if you're sitting there and you go, oh, somebody commented six months ago. I don't want to say it's too late, but I mean, your reception... (laughs) When you you know follow up with them is going to be much cooler than if it happened a day or two ago, for sure. Right. Oh, excellent. Well, I don't know about you, but I feel like we might have just boosted our reputation a little bit, our little street cred, uh, by talking a little bit of reputation management here. Anything else we should touch on?
1: I think that's pretty good. That's a lot of tips. I think that's definitely a good starting place. Um, one thing I'll say is, you know, just tune into our social media this week and we will have some additional and or more content on this topic. So, and always, if you have any questions, let us know and we'll try to answer them.
0: On that note, we're going to wrap this up. I am Tony Van,
1: And I'm Lauren Doherty.
0: And we will see you next week on the G-Factor podcast. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.